celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And the Animal Radio Dream Team on my left, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, Vinnie Penn, Britt Savage, and Dr. Debbie. On my right, Judy Francis, Joy Turner, and Dr. Jim. Ready to help you celebrate your connection with your pets. A little pregnant pause there. <laughs> Hi, Chris. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Very good. Where are you? I'm in Indiana right now. What's going on with your animals? I have a uh, eight-month-old Alaskan Malamute, and uh, last couple weeks she has started losing her hair under her mouth and a couple spots on a couple of her legs. Um, okay. We keep her outside. Um, my girlfriend had put some hay in her in her uh, in her dog pen to help keep her warm, but. Uh, and, and she seemed to be bothered, scratching, having any redness, any sores in those areas? Uh, no, no redness or sores. Um, I I personally haven't noticed it. My girlfriend said she hasn't really seen that she's been scratching or anything. So. All right. Well, Chris, I think the number one thing that we need to check out for your little one is going to be to check out for skin mites. Um, little creepy crawlers that you can't see with the naked eye um, because there are some that puppies are particularly prone to having. And uh, some of what you've described makes me think of a particular type of a mite called the Demodex mite. Um, it's very common in puppies because their immune system is still developing. And uh, doesn't mean this is going to be something that you're going to catch because if it is that mite, um, it's something that her immune system is just having trouble fighting off. Um, but we would want to see your veterinarian, and I would get a skin scraping. And that's basically where we take a little abrasion of the skin surface, look under a microscope, and we look for these little creepy crawlers. And um, if we see them, sometimes we'll go with just like a topical medication, an ointment or a cream. And in other cases, we'll go maybe to a dip. Um, so that would be my number one thought. Does that kind of freak you out? Um, no, not really. I, the, the only thing I am worried about is I almost lost her when I first got her when she was like eight weeks old. It was about no. ten weeks old. She had Lyme disease. And oh, wow. Had, yeah, we had to, uh, she had to stay at the vet for like a week. And, and ever since she's come back to the vet, she's she's been fine. You know, she's been playful and active and stuff. So, but they said that she got that from a tick or something. But mm-hmm. I never did find any ticks on her, but... And I was wondering if that maybe could have caused that or or be a symptom of it or something. Not necessarily. Um, you know, there, we can get sometimes surprised by what the, a dermatologist can find off of skin problems. But uh, what it could mean is that if we're fighting another problem in the body, sometimes that does kind of weaken the immune system. So something like a, a mite problem could become more apparent. And we, we can see adult dogs with mite problems and um, in the same situation where maybe their immune system isn't really um kicking on all cylinders and uh, if that's the case um, but uh, I, I guess I wouldn't panic and think we've got you know some kind of side effect of the Lyme disease um, okay. but I would say you know definitely get that skin scraping done because it's it's if it is that very treatable not anything to really worry about and uh, you know we can definitely deal with that all right I appreciate all right it. well very good say hi to the all the Hoosiers there I'm a Indiana native myself <laughs> this is Dr. <laughs> Debbie <laughs> Have a great day. Um, this is Dr. Debbie at one 405 8405 You're listening to Animal Radio. 
You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. An experimental anti-cancer vaccine for dogs with melanoma has shown to be effective in some cases. Scientists hope it will lead to the development of a similar cancer treatment for humans. Researchers at the University of Wisconsin-Madison School of Veterinary Medicine have been producing the canine vaccine since 1998. They found that about 40% of all dogs with melanoma responded to the treatment. Tumors disappeared completely in about 12.5% of dogs treated with the injectable vaccine. Not all dogs with melanoma responded to this treatment, but those that did seemed to do quite well. About 75% of dogs with oral melanoma die within a year, even with conventional treatment. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Hey, this is Cesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. Six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. While I had lots of fun last week, it's good to be back in the studios. The Queen Mary, a beautiful place. Isn't that awesome? The Animal Radio studios, cozy. Ghosts? No, we didn't. No. Did they only come out at night? <laughs> ghosts? Yeah. You know. This is why she she wouldn't join us last week. It's yeah. because of the I ghosts. I told you guys. I told you it is the most haunted place in America. I'm not making it up. I thought Disneyland was. No, no, no. Just the Haunted Mansion, honey. Okay. Which, by the way, is 40 years old this year. The one, the ele- the big elevator that moves down? No, that that's ride? the Tower no, that's of Terror. That's the room that oh, moves. Yeah. That, that thing tough. scares me. Freaks, freaks me out. I like at the end when you mm-hmm. ride through on the cars and you look and there's a guy sitting between you. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disneyland is always a good time. Vladi the world famous yeah, speaking of Disneyland, Vladi the world famous Russian <laughs> dog wizard. He and I are on a, heading out on a trip next uh it was in, uh, two weeks we're we're heading to Florida. We're gonna be broadcasting live from the Global Pet Expo, a new pet product special. And we're sharing uh rooms, I understand. So this is gonna be oh. gonna be interesting. Hey, there's gonna be two wild and crazy guys. And crazy guys. They put us up in a La Quinta, so uh yeah, they were oh, baby. Yeah. Vinny, the... Uh, you and Vlade, road yeah, trip. Me and Vlade. He's on the way to answer your dog behavior questions. Vinny, Penn, Britt Savage, Dr. Debbie, uh, Joy Turner, Dr. Jim, and of course, Bobby Hill. What do you got coming up in the news? There we go. In the news, we're going to take a look at uh, former rapper known as DMX, and we're all going to figure out that the D stands for dumb. Look <laughs> at the details coming up in the news. Oh, I can't wait. one 405 405. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, what do you got coming up? You know what? Uh, I'm going to talk about um, how to talk to our dogs about the recession, because recession hits harder <laughs> everyone, and it's hard to explain our human kids or canine kids, but there is such a tips I can bring to our listeners. We can save the money. It's like explaining it. divorce to a, to a child, is what yes. it, but this it's the recession now. Exactly. We're explaining we to need dogs. to talk to the dogs about the recession, and I will show you how. <laughs> That's all on the way. Dr. Debbie is answering your questions now. By the way, if you want to email Dr. Debbie, you can do that at doc Debbie, doc Debbie at animalradio.com or you can email any one of the staff. Uh, all the details at animalradio.com. We got our addresses there. You send us spam like we get some good spam here. I'll tell you that right. Oh, quality spam. Quality spam. It's all animal related stuff. <laughs> Hi, Linda. How are you doing? 
I'm fine, thank you very much. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from uh, Pinehurst in North Carolina. Mm, okay. Is that coastal? Uh, no, it's not coastal. It's um, a bit further inland, about two hours. It's, there's a lot of golf around here. Is, that, is that your North Carolina golf. accent, too? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I haven't picked that up yet. No. <laughs> it's a British accent. <laughs> you are on with Dr. Debbie. Wonderful. Um, well, I wonder if you can help me, Dr. Debbie, with my little spaniel mix, Sophie. She's six years old, and she has, like, an obsessive uh, compulsive disorder that seems to be getting worse. It's a behavior where it's, it's very hard to describe, but she'll sit down on anything soft and then she'll move her paw, fold her paw over, one of her paws over, and move it from left to right, left to right, as if she's smoothing over the surface, and she'll move her head one side to the other. And sometimes she does it, she, it becomes more rapid and... Um, it's just very strange to watch, and we have to cut, try to call her, or, you know, to get her attention out of it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes she'll just stare into, uh, stare at a spot, like on the coffee table leg. She'll just stare at, <laughs> stare at things. It's like she goes into a trance almost. Okay, and when she hears your voice, does that stop the behavior? Uh, it takes a little while. It takes a few minutes. Rather than just snapping her out of it, I find mostly if, if I kind of stroke her and say, Sophie, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. She'll stop, and then she'll just put her head down. But she'll do it on any uh, soft surface, any rug or any throw or on, on, and, and in her bed as well. And, okay. Um, now, and does she do any kind of drooling? Um, is there any? No. What's her anxious state? Is she alert? Is she quiet and calm? Very, she's quiet. It's just the the rapid movement that she's doing with her head and and her paw, her foot. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess it's possible we could be dealing with something of an obsessive compulsive disorder. The only thing with that is that we tend to see an, um, a state of anxiety or a heightened arousal. Um, from what you're describing, I'm actually a little bit concerned that this could be a form of a seizure disorder. Oh. And in, in dogs, a lot of people are really familiar with the grand mal seizure and what that looks like. Um, and in dogs, they'll fall over, kick, paddle. They may lose control of their bodily functions. But we can see other degrees of seizure disorders where they can either have what we call petite mal seizures or focal seizures. Mm. And that can affect just isolated parts of the body. Um, and in some pets, a uh, petite mal seizure can be something as simple as steering off into space and kind yeah. of being out of it for a short period of time. Um, the only thing that doesn't quite fit with that is, you know, the, the soft, uh, you know, environment trigger. Um, so that's a little bit curious, but I would certainly want to get Sophie um, checked out and probably get some lab work done just to rule out for some of the more common causes of seizure disorders. Seizure disorder, uh, yeah. If she's not fully mentally with it, now, and that's that's one of the big differences, and it may be hard. This might be something a good idea to uh, videotape an exposure or an episode of this because a lot of times as the veterinarian, we can't see things, and I've had right. people bring in videotapes of behavioral problems or seizure disorders and it can really help in making an accurate diagnosis so i would you know pull out the old uh, iphone or the uh, videotape um, okay. uh, player and, and do that because that That's really may help um 
in deciding. If we're leaning more towards a behavioral problem, we talk about behavioral meds, you know, maybe some anti-anxiety things. But boy, I'd say first and foremost, I'd want to make sure we're not missing something with a seizure-type problem. So, yeah, I'd check that out. Get it checked up. And I love the name, Sophie. It's so sweet. I imagine a sweet, uh, sweet little cuddly gal. Very, very cuddly. She's 20 pounds, very brown, very sweet face. I think she's crossed with Papillon. Not sure, but she's just very sweet. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. This is thank Dr. Debbie with advice. Animal Radio, one 405 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. In Amsterdam, a zookeeper's house cat has adopted a baby red panda and is nursing the cub along with her own kittens. A spokesperson from the Artist Zoo explained that two red panda cubs were abandoned by their mother for some reason, leaving them alone in the cold. The zoo stepped in and put the cubs in an incubator where one was too weak and died. The other was adopted by a cat who had just given birth to kittens. Red pandas are an endangered species who look more like a raccoon than a giant panda. They mature to just a bit bigger than a house cat. So the zoo plans to let the cub nurse with his cat family for a few months before bringing out some bamboo and fruit. I'm not thinking he'll have to fight with his kitten siblings for that meal. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Wendy Malik on Animal Radio. And do not forget, stay in neuter. Listen closely. Did you hear that? That's the sound of peace of mind. Peace of mind that comes in convenient, pre-measured packets of Safeguard K9 Dewormer. Just sprinkle the granules on your dog's food twice a year to protect him against the major types of canine intestinal worms. Monthly heartworm prevention programs alone are not enough. Find out how to get the upper hand on intestinal worm infections by visiting www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. Hi, I'm Vladi. Let me introduce to you the new concept to the real pet food, AFS. AFS is a true miracle meal. All natural ingredients, 100% complete and balanced. No artificial flavors, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, and absolutely no preservatives. Discover what the magic of the real meat can do for your pet's health. Visit AnimalFood.com. Remember, the advice you hear on today's show is for entertainment purposes only. Please be sure to consult your own vet regarding your pet. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. 
The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Hi, this is Dick Van Patten on Animal Radio. And be sure to state your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget your dream team of experts, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and Dr. Debbie to answer your questions, as well as Vinny and Bobby and Britt and Joy and moi. Did I get everybody? I think so. Oh, good. And, of course, Judy Francis, who's now a TV star. And you could see her fine cooking as she cooks dog food for your dog. Not your dog, but her dog. Teach you how to do it for your dog at AnimalRadio.com. Hey, Vladi. How are you doing today? Oh, you know what? I'm doing just great. I just had my my famous tea, and I'm just ready to give the answer. So, people, yeah, call me, please. Our phone is already off hook, so, but it's still uh, you know, going to be here in the studio for a couple of hours. So, I will address Every behavior problems you may experience with your pets, please give us a call. What is the phone number? And he'll sell you a ShamWow, too. one 405 We have Sally on the phone. Hi, Sally. Hi. How are you? Good. Hi, Sally. How are you? Uh, hi. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm so happy to talk with you. Thank you. Thank you. What state are you calling from? Um, North Carolina. North Carolina. Okay. Tell me, please, what is in your mind? Well, um, I have a five-year-old Spanish Spaniel. She's very sweet and, and a just very obedient and nice dog. And I decided that uh, I wanted to get her a companion. So I mm-hmm. went to the animal shelter and adopted a little uh, cockapoo and uh, thought I'd get a little dog with a little more energy. And the cock, I didn't realize that it's not a good idea to have two female dogs together. And... Um, well, the little cockapoo, she's very sweet and adorable, and but she bothers Maggie. She growls at her all the time. She starts fights with her, and Maggie has always been so passive, but they actually get into some pretty heavy-duty fights, and I'm, I just don't know what to do. I've had, I've had her for a year now, and she still just, just follows Maggie along and nips at her heels and sure, just sure. growls. S- Sally, um, you have a... Bad news and the good news. And the bad news oh. you already know. Uh, you know, fighting among females, like we say in the canine world, fighting among the bitches are the worst in the world. Oh. So if somebody call me and tell me I have a fighting among two dogs, my first question, they're not females. And because, you know, even fighting among the males is a much uh, with the better prognosis than among right. the females. Yeah, yeah this, is the, this is the not good. Now, let yeah. me ask you this. Uh, how long, uh, what is your youngest one? How old is the youngest one right now? She, she's about two right now. She's the two, yeah. She's, came, she's coming in, uh, to the age and testing out the boundary, and the second dog just wants to put her in the place. Who do you think is the top dog among those two? Well, the younger one is the most aggressive one. She's yeah. the one that will not, but, but the older one has learned to pin her down and just say, relax, you know. Okay. But it's a constant. It's just constant. And it's just, you know, I just would like them to be able to get along. Sure. And, and, sure. uh, and let, me, uh, let me ask you, uh, when that fighting starts, I mean, how it's end up with, did, uh, are you taking them apart or are they kind of injured each, each other? Are you taking them to the hospital yeah. or... 
Well, no, it, it, it hasn't. Uh, there has been some <laughs> blood drawn from fighting, but they um, usually, typically, um, if I just start getting busy and, and ignoring both of them, mm -hmm. then they will back off. But sometimes I've had to, you know, drag them apart. And okay. Depends. It depends on the situation. Okay. Now let's talk about the good news. And the good news, you have a world famous Russian dog wizard on your side. Yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, and I, my specialty is the canine aggression. So you've got yeah. the best man, and I'm famous for one thing. If I'm unable, nobody able. So what I would do if I were you, of course, if you would be uh, in my area, I would come over and help you out, yeah. but you don't live in the Southern California. So I Aww. guess we need to do something differently. So yeah. what what I would do in your situation? Uh, first of all, both of your females need to know you are the top female in your household, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you have a husband, boyfriend, or kids? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So whole family. So what I would do if I were you, fighting. First of all, fighting happening because of three reasons. Number one, um, or fighting occur because of them competing for the toy or for the food or for the owner's attention. So what I would do first, I would not have any food or toys, especially food quality toys, like rawhide, pig ears, all these things on the floor. Uh -huh. This is period. Okay. Number two. I would uh, be. I would do opposite what you were doing. I would become a little bit bitchy toward them. You know what I mean by being bitchy? Uh -huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I would not just give them attention. I would be actively ignoring them. In other words, uh, the oh. only attention they're going to get from me uh, when I will train them. And this is the very important. I don't want to sound like the spoiled phone or broken phone, but it's so important for you to go to your local pet store and get the two colors and training colors and two uh, training leashes or enroll yourself in the local uh, dog training class or get my DVD, okay. Obedience for Life, from the website SoCalDogTraining.com and start to establish <laughs> Start to establish. Don't uh, smiling. This is the the best. Uh, this I just is, love how you throw that in. Okay. I just, no, I mean this awesome. is the true. This is the true. I truly believe uh, I just invented the best possible dog training system. That's why you're on Animal Radio. That's what it is. So anyway, so I want to you establish yourself uh, one dog at the time, and now psychology is very simple. It's like if you having. Why I ask you about if you're married and have uh, kids? Not because of nothing personal involved. I just, uh, uh, you know, if you have a kids, you understand. Especially if you have more than one. Uh, if you becoming tough to both of them, they becoming friends. Otherwise, if you just, you know, supporting one of them, they will be fighting. So in other words, both of your dogs needs to know they are in trouble. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get the two crates, and I'm going to put one dog in the crate, and I'm gonna work with another dog, and I have to put. In Never look in the crate and work with the first one. And I'm going to focus on let's go, sit, stay, come, down, especially on the control exercise, sit, stay, and down, stay. Exactly in the area where they like to uh, play rough and fight. And I'm going to do it two, three times per day, 10, 15 minutes with each of them. And after that, if I will be lucky enough, I'm going to work with two of them at the same time. So now you're refocusing their attention instead of just fighting with each other, they need to do something for you and you are the top dog for them. I also would put them on the little, go to the uh, local hardware store and get the clothes lines like uh, which we're mm -hmm. hanging the clothes and, and cut mm -hmm. probably six foot 
uh, clothesline and attach to each of them. So they would always be wearing that line when they will be under your supervision. So if something happened or you say come or something like that and they don't respond, you could momentarily pull them or uh, mm -hmm. basically reinforce your leadership. I also would like you, Sally, be very careful. And don't hate me because I'm telling you. Be careful about the privileges, which because you may be unconsciously giving them too much privileges and mm -hmm. they which they don't deserve right now when they will not be fighting you can you can do whatever you want but right now you have to yeah. listen to me i don't want them jump on the furniture i don't want them sleep in your bed and okay. if they do yeah you, I, 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 I know, know. but yeah. but don't, don't, Sally, i hope you you're not type of the person who wants to eat its cake and have it too does your dog sleep yeah. in your bed with you now well, the little one does, but Maggie doesn't. And Maggie's a really good dog. She, um, I know. She's really not the one making the trouble. <laughs> I know, Sally. But unfortunately, you cannot do that. Just treat one yeah. dog one way. And well, you, you just... well, the one that, the good one doesn't sleep in the bed. Um, it's the, the ornery one that sleeps in the bed. So I need to get her out I of need, the bed. You need to proportionally diminish their um, social position and enhance yours. And you know, treat them the same is what exactly. you're saying. Yeah. The same, but... Treat them the same, but treat them as the low class, in other words. They need to I be see. your subordinate. And, uh, you know, yeah. you need to... Because, you know what, you can, if you if your pets confuse your kindness for weakness, they're going to do uh -huh. the things like that. You know, it's it just, you know, you, you dogs may love you, but have no respect to you. If they would respect you, yeah. they would not fighting with each other. Okay. So because they would respect you, well, I hear you. You're the sweetheart, and I do understand that uh, maybe this type of the attitude and being a little bit more assertive is not your yeah. second nature. I feel it. I sent it through this microphone. I love you already. Uh, yes, I do. I do. You're a very sweetheart, and that's what your husband loves you for. But you know what? It's not enough for your pets. A love for them is just part of the part of their um, needs. They never part of the needs. You have to be the boss. You have to be the right. boss, and they want you. Be the boss and you can do it by lim limiting their privileges no bed sleeping uh, no jumping on the furniture if they do you grab the ropes they fly out from the beds with the speed of russian satellite guided missile okay and <laughs> yeah. uh, yes and i want you to do that because you're gonna end okay. up with going to the vet mom can do everything for the baby if she understands it's going to be beneficial for them boy if you're gonna make them worry about you they're not gonna fight among themselves so they're gonna learn hey we can be yeah. around, we can be together, and nothing bad is happening. So they, they yeah. will start to use to each other and like each other. Why? Because both of them are in trouble. So once they start to get along with each other, you can ease those structures. Okay, well, my that, friend? That would be great, and I appreciate it so much. And, I, and I'm going to probably get your video because I, I loved everything you said. And so I really want to you know, work with that. And um, hopefully I can... I can and shoot me an email. Plan. Shoot me email if you have more questions through my website, okay. which is www.socaldogtraining.com, S-O-C-A-L, dogtraining.com. Socaldogtraining.com. This is the Vladi from Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Vinny Penn coming back at you on Animal Radio with the Party Animal segment. Um, this one tops them all. Gotta tell you, invitation in the mail the other day. Invitation. Not even email. Postage paid to my wife. She was invited to a birthday party for her friend's cat. 
Now, one, I've been telling her for ages, this girlfriend of hers, she's past the, she's, she's crossed the line. She's past the point of no return. She's in her forties. This cat is the love of her life. It's just her, the cat, a quilt, and a big jug of Ben and Jerry's. That's it. Oh, and she knits. I mean, this is it. This cat is her life. And that's great. But to throw the cat a birthday party is the, that is a cry for help. I told my wife, you're not a good friend. This is a cry for help, and you're not responding to this. And like I said, maybe if she emailed it, stamps were put on these. Are people going to show up? Are they going to sing it to this cat? Are they going to say, how old are you now? And expect the cat to scratch out. Oh, what does she do? She's three. Be a good friend. Take the invitation to your local therapist. Write your friend's phone number on it or address, and get a straight jacket fitted. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by AFS, Real Food for Real Pets, Visit AFS online at animalfood.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. A name change didn't help Earl Simmons escape prosecution for theft, drug possession, and cruelty to animals. Earl, who's known to rap fans as DMX, pled guilty earlier this month to one count of theft, one count of felony drug possession, and one count of animal cruelty charges stemming from a raid on his Arizona residence back in August of 2007. Investigators were assisted by Dr. Melinda Merck, Senior Director of Veterinary Forensics for the ASPCA. Dr. Merck determined that the deaths of three dogs found on Earl Simmons' property in Cave Creek, Arizona, were the result of mistreatment. Dr. Merck, talking about the Maricopa County Sheriff's Department's investigation of this case, said, quote, I have worked with many different law enforcement agencies all over the country, and the team working on this investigation was extremely dedicated, end quote. Earl Simmons, by the way, was sentenced yesterday in Maricopa County Superior Court. One good turn deserves another. That saying proved to be true in La Jolla, California, when a rescued dog alerted his owner to thieves breaking into a van. Lava alerted Lieutenant Colonel Jay Koppelman, who discovered two men trying to break into his wife's van. The retired Marine gave chase as he called 911. Police pulled the suspects over just two miles away and arrested two men on suspicion of conspiracy to commit burglary as well as drug charges. Lava, the now three-year-old mixed breed, was rescued in Iraq by Koppelman in 2005. Lava was just five weeks old when Koppelman found the puppy inside an empty oil drum during a standoff with enemy snipers. Koppelman adopted the puppy, brought him home, named him after the Lava Dogs Marine Battalion, stationed in Hawaii. And there may be something to numerology after all. Take, for example, Button the Dalmatian, a daughter of one of the stars of 102 Dalmatians, who gave birth to 18 puppies. The litter was delivered Christmas week by C-section. Puppies are being cared for around the clock by Button and owners Nicola and Adam Morley of England. Button nurses six pups at a time while the other 12 get bottles from the Morleys with the help of their teenage son, Michael. The family has been rotating eight-hour shifts since the pups were born. The 12 males and six female Dalmatian puppies were all dabbed with a different color of nail polish on their heads to tell them apart. 
The Morleys, by the way, will have to continue this round-the-clock feeding schedule until Valentine's Day. That's when the pups will be weaned at the age of five weeks. And all the puppies have been spoken for, but the Morleys are keeping one. I'm Bobby Hill for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update, brought to you by Simple Solution with a tip for pet messes. For liquid spills or urine stains, blot up the excess by starting on the outside of the stain, then move toward the center of the affected area. This will prevent the stain from spreading. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, they're just a bunch of airbags. The real pros here are the experts. Vlade, the the world-famous Russian dog wizard, answering your dog behavior questions. And, of course, Dr. Debbie, she's gone to school for this, and she can answer your medical questions. And, of course, uh, Hal Abrahamson is the... Uh, you don't even know my last name, do you? Uh, I kind of mispronounce all the time. <laughs> yeah. Brit Savage on the way, uh, animal communicator Joy Turner. And uh, let's see, who did I... For- oh, Vinny Penn, can't forget him. Boy, will I get scolded. And uh, also a news story about... Oh, is she going to be on with us? Oh, I just found out, I guess we did uh, last... Last couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the top news stories of 2008. And Bobby brought up the story about Booger, the cloned dog... Apparently, the Guardian is going to be on with us, Bernan McKinney. She's cloned five dogs, is that correct? Five well, she, dogs? She cloned one dog, and it resulted in five puppies. Five puppies, and she paid $150,000 for wow. that. Yeah. Yeah. Makes that kennel uh, adoption seem a real great bargain. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Don't clone. You don't have to clone to... to why don't you celebrate that? Yeah, celebrate the pet that you had with another pet. Save another life. But we're going to talk to her. We'll let her tell her story. I understand she was in the news about 31 years ago. We're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry about that. Can we go to the phones? Someone save us. Are we going to Phil? Hey, Phil, how are you doing? Hey, I'm wonderful. Thanks for taking time to take my call. Where are you calling from? Uh, Presently, Kentucky, but I am a New Orleans Katrina survivor that evacuated or moved out of town about a year ago and since I moved uh, my cat my four cats and my dog have not adapted well to my new location and what are they doing uh, my my brand new house that's three years old has wall-to-wall carpeting throughout and I have three extra large uh, litter pans for the cat and I, you know, I let the dogs out as often as possible, and nobody seems to want to cooperate. So mm. I've already had to remove and re- in the process of replacing one section of carpeting, and I'm at kind of which end. Okay, well, let's start with the dogs. Vladi? Okay. Yes, yes, Phil. I'm not a spokesperson for the cats, even though, even though I'm animal lovers. Uh, we have an expert on cats. Let's talk about the dogs right now. So, Phil, um, so it's a new, it's a brand new house, and you brought that dog, and the dog started to destroy the house. Am I right? Well, he's just going to the bathroom everywhere. That's all what you have? Boy, boy it's a, so easy things to fix. And what is the breed? He's a Chihuahua Pomeranian mix, about 12 pounds. Oh, that's a little bit more complicated. <laughs> okay. Okay. I would like you to from the time on to put your dog in the three positions position number one always supervise your pet position number two you cannot supervise your pet put your pet in the crate position number three supervise outside in other words i will summarize it supervise inside supervise outside you cannot supervise it the puppy or dog goes in the crate you got it i got it that's okay easy to do. that's the one thing number two 
I would like you to eliminate all um, smells or old spots by using the product Simple Solution. That's the best product you can find. You can find it in your local stores. What it will do, it will not just eliminate the uh, stains, but also will break down the scent and uh, the puppy, your dog will not uh, be able to uh, come back to the same spots and pee and poop in the same in the same spots. Another thing I would like you to do, I would like you to start to feed your dog in the area where you think it's a favorite areas for your dog to eliminate itself. So let's say I would put three, four balls in your house and I'm going to put them permanently in the spots which you know your dog likes to go and pee and poop and I'm going to start to feed them one time and feed them one, from one ball from one place after that keep it rotating around the house the dogs as the humans they don't poop you know and eat McDonald's at the same time like you know it's just okay. you know what are the cats doing? Uh, same thing are they peeing and pooping out of the box? Um, mostly peeing are your kitties inside exclusive, or do they have uh, outside access? No, inside exclusive. How many cats and how many litter pans? Four cats, and rather than the regular size litter pans, I went to one of the um, home repair places and bought the plastic cement mixer type plastic thing. So they're like double the size of regular litter pans, and I have three of them. Wonderful. Yeah, that's clever. Yeah. I, I've had a lot of folks where I'll recommend the kitty pools if they have uh, multiple cats and, and need a very large size litter <laughs> pan. So that, that's creative, too. <laughs> okay. So now for the cats, do you have a bi-level home? Is it a single level? It's a single level. Let me, let single. me tell this out. So it's, the, the home is new to me. It's, it's three years old. But my understanding is that the people that I bought it from may also have had two cats or two dogs. I'm not sure which. And I'm wondering, as far as marking the territory, whether my animals are picking up on, you know, previous scents or marking. Yeah, and that, that definitely can really complicate things with both the dogs and cats. I would like to believe that there's not a lot of odors there, but that is very possible. So I would definitely use Vlade's recommendations for cleaning the environment as much as possible. Um, for the kitties, um, I want to make sure that there's not the possibility that there are cats outdoors or in the neighborhood that they are responding to in any way. Because a lot of times if cats are faced with a outdoor cat or a neighborhood cat and they see them visually, they will feel the need to mark their interior environment to say, hey, this is my spot. So um, I'd watch the curtains, the blinds. If necessary, keep those closed if you do have that possibility of outdoor kitties. Um, for cats, if you, especially if you're not sure who's doing the deed and you have multiple cats that um, you're worried about having elimination problems, I would definitely get a uh, plug-in pheromone uh, diffuser. And uh, pheromones are the scent hormones that uh, we use a lot in behavioral and medical problems that can help to release a sense of calm in the pet. And this is kind of a non-medication way of doing that. Um, and if you do know if there's a particular kitty that's the culprit, um, you know, there's always a possibility we could have a, a medical problem kind of superimposed there. So I would be very cautious and watch that and, if necessary, you know, get someone into the veterinarian if you're worried about that, because that'll definitely complicate any kind of behavioral training um, or remedies that we might be trying with a litter pan. Yeah, well, I appreciate these suggestions. They're all new and uh, fresh ideas, and I'll certainly take them to heart and continue listening. And uh, I'm not aware, I wasn't aware of the pheromone thing, so I looked that up and do some research and try to find where I can get those.
Yeah, you can get those at any any store, Petco, PetSmart. Most most pet stores have them. Uh, I'm a believer in it, and it, not every one thing is going to work for everyone. So that's where if you do have a, a key kitty that's a problem, you know, we might really focus on that cat particular, and we can try other things like behavioral medicines if necessary. And uh, one more thing: in Russia, we use the music therapy for the things like that. <laughs> really, harp music, not yeah. not vodka, what you may think. Yeah. You know, a music <laughs> therapy. I would suggest Phil to Google the product K9. Lullaby. Oh yeah, very good. Very good. Canine lullaby. It works for cats, for kids, for dogs. It will just make everyone go to sleep. That's at our website too, also. So if you head on over to, the, to animalradio.com and in the search put canine lullaby, you'll find information about how to get that. And you'll also find information about comfort zone. I do know that whenever we go into Dr. Debbie's office, she has that stuff plugged in. You certainly wouldn't believe they're in a veterinarian's office. They act very calm and very relaxed. It's it's like going into the spa. We want a very calm calming environment. <laughs> in fact, our cat goes in there and just rolls on the floor. Yeah. Cat doesn't have a problem going to the vet at no, all. No, you got to scrape <laughs> him up off the floor. I see you here. You, you learn a lot from me and from Dr. Day. I really, you know, I learn so much from Animal Radio. I am so glad I listen every week. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live green is best for you, your family, and that includes your pets. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Safeguard Canine Dewormer. Did you know that your dog could have intestinal worms even if he's on a heartworm prevention program? For more complete protection, deworm your dog twice a year with Broad Spectrum Safeguard Canine Dewormer. To find out more, visit www.safeguardfordogs.com. Hi, I'm Jay Moore, and as a sports fan, I can tell you there's nothing quite better than spending a day in the park playing catch with a beautiful lady. Like Shirley, my dog. Listen, adopt a pet. They are the most loyal companions you will ever have. Visit Pets911.com or call 1-888-PETS-911. Hooray! For more information, go to Pets911.com. Proud to be a partner of Animal Radio. Animal Radio is being brought to you by the American Red Cross, providing you with information and training to protect the dogs and cats you love. For more information, visit redcross.org or petcentric.com, a proud supporter of the American Red Cross. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at CanineCaviar.com. That's www.CanineCaviar.com. Hi, I'm Vladi. Let me introduce to you the new concept to the real pet food, AFS. AFS is a true miracle meal. All natural ingredients, 100% complete and balanced. No artificial flavors, no coloring, no fillers, no gluten, and absolutely no preservatives. Discover what the magic of the real meat can do for your pet's health. Visit AnimalFood.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget your dream team of experts, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, on time today. He was early. Let me make a note of that. A few minutes early. Wow. 
Yes, and I'm right now as we speak is already preparing my special tea. I see that over there, that uh, strange so concoction. Is he going to get more pay because he showed up early instead of late? Three weeks ago, Bobby, you reported as the top news story that you liked from 2008. Yeah, Booger the Cloned Dog. And that was after, my favorite story. It was a good story. And after it aired, we actually had Booger's guardian call us, Bernan no, McKinney. Really? And she is on the phone with us. Hi, Bernan. Well, hello, Hal and Judy. Thanks for letting me be on the show. Very good. The, the whole gang's here. Bobby's oh, well, here. Fantastic. I'm on hello to all your listeners out there in Radio Land. I wanted to tell them why I cloned my service dog Booger. Yeah, I want to know why you cloned your service dog Booger. <laughs> well, you see, we did. We cloned an unusual dog. We cloned an exceptional dog. You know, the ancients say that when two souls are so bonded and one leaves this earth, it can return to find the other. And uh, I now have five beautiful little cloned puppies, which were cloned at Seoul National University by RNL Bio Research Company in Seoul, Korea. Hey, why didn't so you not- go to the pound and <laughs> get a dog and spend it about I've that? Excuse all my life, but one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, well, first of all, let me tell you a little bit about Booger and why he was so special and why I chose to do that. Okay. Uh, I'm handicapped. Um, years ago, I, my first meeting with Booger, I was on the side of a road and I was driving down the road and I see a little dog going through garbage cans with butterflies around his head something very beautiful in the middle of all that ugly garbage and so I stopped I do rescues and I backed up and I thought well you know if I take him to the pound he kind of looked like a pit bull and pounds are really cruel to pit bulls they usually don't even give them half a fighting chance and so I didn't want to take him to the pound so I said well okay buddy get in the, the back you know <laughs> and he had like a musical bark it's almost like he was singing Ber- uh, never Ber- heard a dog make a sound like that. Bernan, Bernan, I, yeah. you know what? I love my cat. I love my dog. I, you know, and I have a lot of stories where I just, you know, I would do almost anything for them, anything. But didn't you have to sell your house to do this? Yes, I did. In fact, but when you see, but you, when you hear the story, you'll see why he was worth that. Booger saved my life. I took him home that day, and a few months later, I live on an isolated farm in the mountains, and nobody around. And I was attacked by a huge mastiff, which had gone crazy from an overdose of prednisone that it, it had been beast on. And it attacked me and amputated my left arm and three fingers on my right hand. Ripped my intestines literally out of my body. I was bleeding to death. And I managed to crawl next door to where little Booger was. And I said, help me, Booger. And that little guy shot out, even though he was a third the size of the other dog, uh, which was, I guess, 125 pounds. He pulled it off of me and... Uh, was willing to give his life almost in a Christ-like love to save mine. It just sounds like an absolutely phenomenal relationship, and and I don't have a lot of time here, so I need to get to the juice of this. You spent $150,000. Yes, because he was an exceptional dog. This dog... uh he went to old folks' homes where people had no one and carried them baskets. Of okay, so you do that once at $50,000, then you did that four more times. Booger was chosen because he was exceptional. He was an award-winning service dog, and they wanted um, his genes reproduced. So you might say that cloning actually saved my life because I had willed myself to die because I wanted to go to heaven and be with him. I was in that bad a depression. Okay, you know what? We need to take a quick break. Is that okay? We're talking to Bernan McKinney. She's cloned five dogs, first dogs that have successfully been cloned. I know Vinny has some questions. I know, Bobby, you're probably itching over there, too. Yep. We'll be back with more Animal Radio right after this. It's Animal Radio, one 405 Bernan McKinney is with us. She cloned five dogs after uh, a lover dog of hers. Booger was the name of the dog. I had a booger. 
Didn't you have a booger too? Yeah, I had a boog, but I call them boogers. A booger. Yeah, she, your dog was barking at me heads off today. <laughs> <laughs> came Spent one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, fifty thousand uh, dollars for the first. I don't know if she got. Did you get a discount after the first one? <laughs> I mean, five of the price of one. That's almost <laughs> amazing. Well, actually, the, the research company spent a million dollars for that uh, cloning. That's Whoa. what I had to put in. Yeah, so. They're worth technically a lot more. But anyway, you were asking about the actual cloning process, and I'm sure your, reader, or your listeners are curious about this, so let me explain to them how it worked. Okay, well, after Booger passed away, I was beside myself with grief, and I had had a little tiny piece of skin taken from his tummy 30 days before he died. I remember I cried that day because I was afraid he'd think that I was giving up on him, but anyway, I had it preserved cryogenically, that means in liquid nitrogen, in a place called Genetic Savings and Clone out of Wisconsin. They went out of business. Actually, they did. They went out of business, but at the time, they were on the Internet advertising that they were going to clone dogs. And so I went, of course, to them because I knew no, no one else that did it. And then I got a very cold letter that said, I'm sorry, but we just can't do it. We tried. We spent millions, but we can't clone a dog. And I remember I cried for three days, but there was something in my heart, some glow of hope in my heart. Maybe it was Booger's spirit, but there was something in my heart that said, don't give up. Pull myself up out of the depths of despair and started researching. And I found that there were these professors, these scientific geniuses over at Seoul National University in Seoul, Korea. The man's name was Dr. Byung-Chung Lee. I called him, and of course I couldn't speak a word of Korean. He could barely speak some broken English. And I asked him, I said, is it possible? Is there any way that you could possibly do it? And he said in broken English the five most beautiful words in the English language. He said, I can clone your dog. Well, I was so happy I could have hit the ceiling. I said, how do we do it? These gentlemen flew over, along with uh, Dr. Zhang Ra, who is the president of RNL Bio, which is a huge million-dollar research company, stem cell research company, and they got Booger's tissue. And uh, the cells, I had first tracked down the cells, which I had to hire a detective and a lawyer to get, and uh, we tracked them down to Sioux City, Iowa. We had Homeland Security and TSA and all these guys in uniforms uh, holding the crowd back of the media and all, and... Uh, I don't know if you believe in miracles, Hal and Judy, but I saw one. There was like a lot glowed on that plane. When you got the puppy, what did you what did you think that time? Did it remind you your old oh, friend, just like that? Thing. What it was, was like, in your it heart? Was, it was like a, well, the actual cloning process is like IVF in humans a lot. You know, there are humans who can't have babies and they try and try and try, and they can't conceive, so they go out and they hire a surrogate mom. They're they're the donors, of course, and then they get the little baby to hold in their arms. It's not a barbaric process, cloning. It's just a lot like IVF. Many animals die, you know, to get that one. No, no, that isn't. That's just a myth. That's something mm. animal rights fanatics like to spread. What they do is they took uh, the cells from Booger, expanded them, and all those little cells became five little puppies. See, that's a miracle of God. But the way they did it is well, they science had a hand in it too. <laughs> and so they they took the right. the egg and they sucked out the old DNA. They inserted Booger's DNA, and I'm trying to simplify this for the layman. They put Booger's DNA in, and that those eggs were implanted in five surrogate mommy dogs, mm-hmm. just as you would with human IVF. And fortunately, we had two surrogate mommy dogs who got pregnant. And, of course, I wanted all the puppies. I remember the day that they called me. They said, what is this news, Miss Bernan, we can bring to you? And I go, we're pregnant? I was so happy. I was, like, dancing around the room. We're pregnant, we're pregnant, we're pregnant. I was like an expect, expectant mom. That was my feelings. Will you send us pictures? We're, we're so out of time. This is a very intriguing story, and we're going to actually post more details and the pictures that uh, you send us at AnimalRadio.com. If they don't believe they were clones, I'll say, come up back. i got something I want to show you.
Okay. They are identical to him. They have... They act like him. They're already opening doors, taking off socks. They well, you know, dogs do that. Most dogs do that. <laughs> yeah. My dog does that, too, and, and I don't and think they're related. And does your laundry. Does your laundry? <laughs> yes. Booger actually, see, I couldn't use my hands to pull out towels. I had no hand strength after my arms were reconstructed. I, I, it was, I was like an infant baby. I'd say, Booger, I need a towel. And he'd go in there in the dryer. He'd get he, that towel for you, huh? He would get a towel. He knew different items of clothing. He had a very high doggy IQ. And it sounds I like I think him. that's one of the reasons the Koreans chose him out of all the dogs in the world. That and $50,000. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. Bernan, we're, we're out of time. I'm going to post it all at AnimalRadio.com along with pictures, and we thank you for joining us today. Okie doke. Thanks a lot, Bernan. Thank you, Bernan. Send in donations to help our boogers place. They're welcome to. Okay. one 405 We'd love to know what you think about this. Now, I am trying to figure out where I'm going to get dinner tonight and uh, or, you know, how am I going to pay rent? You know, mm-hmm. How am I going to uh, I guess you make my car mon- payment? I guess you don't have those money to the Nick Cloney. So, no. for me, this is this blows, this blows me away. And, of course, every animal dies. Everything dies in life. Sadly. Sadly, everything... Everybody dies. And they're and, all special. Well, and they're all very, very special. Absolutely. You can make a tribute to your animal by going out and adopting one, saving a life. She denied it there. When you clone an animal, many animals die. The rate of miscarriage and stillbirth is extremely high in this procedure. And Miss McKinney, for all her love of her dog, really sounds like she would benefit from some therapy. I'm thinking so. But, you know, each to their own. Each to their own. <laughs> you know, guys, I, I love you very much. Oh, but you there know, you go, Yeah, I, I always have okay, my own Vlad. opinion. And, uh, it. and a lot of times I had a, I lost my dog, too. And if I that time I would have a chance to do the same thing, I would do the same thing. She she just did what the right for her in her particular situation. What no. can I say? I this, is, know what this is true, and that's that's a very compassionate way of looking at it. I, on the other hand, being the skeptic and the news director, would just say this. <laughs> I urge people to investigate any charity or anyone asking for donations before they actually give money. I want to hear from you. What do you think? one 405 If you had the 50 grand, would you clone your, your dog or your cat? I gotta say, cat. We got we got accused for being dog centric last week. We actually got no, we emails. Love kitties. I gotta tell you, Animal Radio was started by a kitty. There you go. There's a kitty right next to me right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. You believe it or not, when I came here and I wanted some chair to sit down, they were fa- <laughs> the Judy and Hell was thinking, you know, to take the cat out of this, the cat's bed out of the chair to give the Vladi, yeah. or the Vladi needs to get the, you know. Different chair. With that. We, not... we stand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we love all I'm animals. I have a guess. We love all the animals. It's, you know, we, we talk about what you want to talk about. If your question happens to be about dogs, and there is, I will admit, predominantly more dog questions. Because the dog's more misbehaving. Yeah, know, d- cats, are cats are easy. No, cats are easy. Cats are well behaved. That's a very good point. Yeah. is Animal Radio Network. Celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Oh, those, those guys, they're just a bunch of airbags. The true pros are Vladi, the, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. He's in the break room right now working his way in here. Vinny Penn. With his satirical look on animal life, also in his 
He's just sitting there, actually. He's reading a book. He's not doing anything. <laughs> Brit Savage, Dr. Debbie. Is it a Playboy? I, you know, I can't tell. It's a, it is a magazine. I can't tell exactly what it is. Because he has a brown wrap on it. Animal communicator Joey Turner on the way and Dr. Jim on the way. And a quick check of our news in a few minutes. We're going to take a look at the tale of George the Lobster, and it actually has a happy ending. And, and I'll have details on all that without the drawn butter coming up in the news. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. one 405 Hi, who's this? Uh, this is Joe. Hey, who's Joe? this? This is Hal. Hey, Joe, how are you doing? How you doing? How you doing? We talked a few yeah. months back, didn't we? Yes, we did. I knew you'd remember the how you doing. <laughs> hey, is that Jersey Joe? Jersey Joe. Did oh, my God. Hi, Doc. How you doing? Oh, th- this is Judy. That's Judy. Doc's actually in the break room right now. But, uh, oh, I- I'm sorry. Hi, Judy. Hi, Joe. I remember that you used to feed your dog, well, just pretty much whatever you ate. The girls. Yes, the girls. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. So how's that going? Well, you send me that, that dried, freeze-dried stuff. Uh-huh. AFS. And, and they love it. I I ordered some, and I want to thank you for it. Ooh. The only time they get The only time they get people food, uh, the only time they will get people food once <laughs> I get my order, uh, is uh, as a treat. Well, now, we, we need to work on your diet now. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Let me tell you something, my friend. Okay. I did, I did a boneless pork tenderloin stuffed with Italian hot sausage, eggplant, mushrooms, onion, and garlic. Mm. And I put it on the rotisserie. And I'm going to tell you something. You do it, but you won't have the special spice I put on it. Uh-huh. And I'm going to tell you something. You'll love it. It sounds good. I'm salivating just yeah, thinking about I'm it right now. <laughs> if you ever got, if you ever come to New Jersey, New York area, you have my phone number. You give me a call. I'll cook you some meal. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> and we're glad. Uh, we're glad the girls have a new diet. Oh, they loved it. As a matter of fact, I had to hide it from them because <laughs> Emma was following me around, and and she knows how to get in the closet. Uh huh. Yeah, I had to put it up high in the closet because. She would have ate it all. All them little baby hamburgers. <laughs> and it's good for them. It yes, is. They, I'm telling you, they, they went ballistic over the stuff. And I thank you very much for it. Well, thank you for listening. And thank you for letting us know. Oh, I love listening. Whatever. You see, I have XM in my truck. I'm a truck driver. I own a truck. Uh-huh. And I'm on my way back to New Jersey now. I'm in the, I'm in the communist state of Ohio, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> I think you should check in with us weekly. We need to know where you are across the country. Okay, if I'm working, I'll let you know. Okay. But it's smelling like, oh, no, it's horrible out here. It's simply horrible. And you're in California, right? Yeah, we're about 50 degrees in sunshine. Well, thanks. (laughs) Sorry about that. Sometimes I come to California, you know. Well, whenever you're out this way, Central California, give us a call, okay? I definitely would. I'll introduce you to my girls. We'll have you in studio. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you for calling today. We appreciate it. And give the girls a big old hug and sloppy kiss from all of us here at Animal Radio. I will. And tell the doctor I said hello and that, that guy with the funny accent. Same thing. <laughs> that Russian guy. Vlade. Vlade. What is his name? Vlade? Vlade. V-L-A-D-A-E. Vlade. Works for 
from him. You just follow my set along. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. By the way, he was talking about the AFS food. If you want to learn more about that, head on over to their website, animalfood.com. 1-866-405-8405. Vlade and Dr. Debbie on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. I've had it done to me. It's not that woof. <laughs> hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's Animal Radio. We're celebrating our connection with our pet as we do every weekend. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. By the way, people say you always mention him first. It's part of his contractual oblig my contractual obligation to him to mention him first. It's like that uh, Owen Wilson Jennifer Aniston debacle with Twentieth Century. Uh, Vlade has told me under no uncertain terms. He has to be introduced first. That's right. Wants to. Did you lose a bet? Please shoot me. Uh, <laughs> hey, it <laughs> is Friday. I, you know? <laughs> As I mentioned, both of us will be broadcasting live from the Global Pet Expo with the new pet product special from Orlando, Florida in a few weeks. And I just found out yesterday we're being put up in the same hotel room at the La Quinta. Oh, uh, you know, I'd love to be a fly on a wall What do you imagine room? there? Yeah, oh, two wild and crazy guys. In our silky guys shirts. going to be party yeah. animals, man. Yeah. Like gold chains. They're going to go down and do do the John Travolta pointing dance on the floor with their... Or Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. yeah. Can you point me to the lounge, please? That's... Oh, there. Lord. Oh, hey, coming up in this show, we have a book. We're going to actually be giving this book away. It's called Grandma's Dead. And it's... Uh, it has a... What? It's, That's not funny, Hal. I know. It's... Well, it's how to deliver bad news, breaking bad news with pictures of baby animals. Because you know and I know a picture of a baby what? animal with those big bulgy eyes will melt your heart. And, uh, and certainly, this is what this uh, author has thought of. They've put together postcards, turned them into postcards. Let's say, let's say last week you met a new person in your life. Uh-huh. And uh, you spent the weekend together. And afterwards, you just, you know, it wasn't right. Let's say, let's say they're yeah. really bad in bed. Bad and, breath. Yeah. yeah. the whole works. You want to send them a card? Look at this one right here, Judy. You're bad in bed. <gasps> and it, oh, my it, God. Oh, no. <laughs> it has a... Can you see this, Bobby? It has a picture of a cute little puppy it's breaking a, the news. It's a baby basset hound. Oh, good Lord. So, How high were these people when they came up with this that's idea? That's what I'm thinking. We're going to find out. That's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie's answering your questions right now. I believe we have Patrick on the phone. Hi, Patrick. How are you doing? Hey, pretty good. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Hey, how's it going? Hi, really good. How about you today? Good, good. I'm stuck down in Houston in traffic, but... I'm doing oh, good. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of critter do you have, Patrick? Um, we've got a wolf at the house. He's a Arctic oh. wolf, timber wolf, I believe. Um, he's about so five he's years a, old. He's not um, a hybrid. He's actually a wolf, then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's he's full blooded wolf. Um, of course, we got to list him as hybrid and everything like that. I guess get papers on him, but we have papers and everything on him. Um. He's, I spoke to my wife last night. She said he's about 140 pounds, but he's big. He's real big, but he's real slender. 
And, and I know a few other people that have got, well, theirs are actually filled out. And I was okay. calling to see what I could do about that. Okay. And how's his general overall health? Have you had any issues, any problems with diarrhea, vomiting, anything going on like that? No, no. No, none like that. Okay. And tell me a little bit about what you feed them, because I know for a lot of listeners, they're probably not really aware that people keep wolves as pets. Um, <laughs> He's so a tell me a little bit about the world. <laughs> he is really, really good. Um, well, we feed him like dried dog food. Um, and my wife will treat them to scraps, you know, meat scraps and stuff like that. Um, They've already been cooked and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, he's uh, that's about what he eats on his his diet. I've been hearing an ad about the uh, Dino Bite. I guess that's what it's called. Oh yeah, I heard that ad too. <laughs> okay. who, who hasn't heard that ad? If you haven't it's heard that over, ad, raise over. your hand. <laughs> so I was uh, I was wondering, should we use that in order to increase the weight gain? I mean, would that help? Okay. You know, some kind um, of vitamin diet or something. Yeah. Now, I guess one other question I have is: um, Is he neutered or is he intact? He's intact. He's uh, he's, he's not neutered or anything. Okay. Because um, in most of at least the wolf hybrids that I see, um, when you compare them to actually a regular dog, they do tend to be a much leaner. Um, category of dog um, so they have a lot more muscle tone but they're more lanky so if he's lanky and but in good weight then I probably wouldn't be too worried about that um, okay. but if we're worried that he's really underweight there are a couple things and the one thing with diet with with wolves is you know kibble alone definitely doesn't do it for the wolves or the wolves hy- hybrids they do need to have a little bit more of a, actually like the meat base in it and and i'm not a fan of raw diets and my you know my ears burn when i talk about these kind of things but for the wolf uh and the wolf uh mixes um raw meat sometimes is very important because they have such a higher um, need for protein and so forth so okay. that might be something to, to maybe incorporate a bit more of that and um you know when you're in an area that i you know you probably don't have a veterinarian that takes care of them. Do they come out to the home, or do you ever have them taken care of? Um, well, we take him down to the vet, um, which is only about eight miles from the house. He loves to ride in the car. He goes crazy when he rides in the car. He just loves it. Um, but the vet said that he, he looks normal, but, I mean, to us, by looking at the other wolves that, that we've seen and everything, he's just, mm-hmm. I mean, to us, he's just underweight. I mean, he's got the real thick fur. It, it hangs down like the Arctic wolf does and everything, and he's just, uh, I mean, us, he, he just looks underweight, but he mm-hmm. eats like a horse. <laughs> yeah. He, he really does eat good, so. Yeah. Well, I was the reason I was asking about the veterinarian is one of the simplest things I would do is make sure that he does have a stool sample checked um, just okay. to have a screening for parasites because, um, you know, even everyday household dogs, um, you know, an undetected parasite can really rob them of a lot of not only nutrition um, but also kind of rob them of, you know, good healthy body weight. So that would be something I would definitely want to check out. And if he was a little bit more showing signs of being sickly, then I could list a whole bunch of different things that I'd look at. Um, but, you know, the other, the, the reality is that with a lot of these guys, when they're not neutered, they are just in lean body mass. So um, unless you're planning on breeding this guy, um, you know, a lot of some of the behavioral problems for dogs translate over to, to wolves as well. Um, so neutering him certainly would potentially have the side effect of um, maybe increasing his body mass a little bit. 
Okay. Um, so th- that might be something to think about. And, and wolves in general, and, and I think you'll probably agree, you may have a special guy there, but for most people, wolf hybrids are really not advised as pets because they can be special. Um, yeah. They have yeah. a tendency well, he, to... He, uh, he, he likes tearing up magazines for some reason. I don't know why, but he just he loves magazines. Hell, our chihuahua uh, likes to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but he's, yeah, he's great. He's uh, smart. I mean, he's just great. He really is. Yeah. Unfortunately, for a lot of folks with wolf hybrids, they are uh, not only escape artists, but they're very destructive in the home. So it sounds like you have a little special situation, but for most folks that really aren't familiar with wolf hybrids, I really don't recommend them as pets. Um, they may be kind of cool, but um, unless you're really committed to having the special lifestyle and the care that goes with the wolf hybrids, I, I'd have to caution everyone as far as it's not something I'd recommend for just anybody. We'll see how that goes, Patrick. And, uh, you know, kind of the same guidelines for weight for dogs will go translate over. So if you feel good muscle tone and you don't see bones sticking out, but you just feel good lean muscle mass, then, you know, maybe your fella's just uh, just the right size. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. Okay, time to check out that website I heard about, www.safeguardfordogs.com. There it is. Hi, I'm Don. The virtual host is a nice touch. It looks like these links and videos cover everything a dog owner might want to know about intestinal worm infections and how to prevent them. Hmm, here's a savings coupon for Safeguard K90 Wormers and even an online reminder service. Better bookmark this one, www.safeguardfordogs.com. Listen to the news. Two dogs rescued from a locked car. Emergencies can happen anywhere, anytime. They can even affect your pets. In other news, a local policeman saved a cat today. Being prepared and knowing what to do can be the difference between life or death for you and your pets. The same Red Cross you know and trust is the leader in pet first aid preparation and education. Look for dog or cat first aid guidebooks with DVDs online at redcrossstore.org or contact your local Red Cross chapter for more information. The Red Cross is helping protect our pets. Fido-Friendly Magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, thinking a dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido-Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido-Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Hey, you want to keep a secret from your dog? It's the new fish sticks from Canine Caviar. They're good for your dog's teeth, gums, and also his achy joints. And fish sticks from Canine Caviar are 100% natural, completely digestible, and contain no chemical preservatives, additives, or fillers, and they're low in calories. But don't tell your dog that. All they care about is that they taste good. Get your dog fish sticks at caninecaviar.com. That's www.caninecaviar.com. 
celebrating our connection with our pets from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio. And here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And our dream team of experts to answer your questions at 1-866-405-8405. Let's spin the wheel. And it looks like Vlade's up next. Yes, we have, I am. We have, uh, is it Marvin? Hey, Marvin, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Good. Where are you calling from? Well, right now I'm in Houston, Texas. Are you a truck driver? Yes, sir, I am. Uh, we're off duty right now, so we're running around in our four-wheeler. Do you take your animals with you? Yes, sir, everywhere I go. Mm. Everywhere I go. Well, sitting right next to me is the world-famous Russian dog wizard. That, of course, is Vlade, and he's here to answer your questions. Sure. I love Texas people. I've been in the Austin, Texas. I was a speaker on the International Association of Canine Professionals, and you people are no-nonsense type of the people. I love you guys. So go ahead. Okay, well, my question is, my doggies, Jack Russell Terrier and Pitbull Mix. Wow. He's, yeah, he's really high-strung, very smart dog, very intelligent. And he's been in the truck since he was uh, a month old, So, he, and he's four years old. Used to, other dogs did bother him. Okay. Now, when he sees another dog, he just gets real excited in the windows, want to go see, meet the dog. Sure, sure. And he's starting to run up. You know, some dogs are aggressive to other dogs. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not aggressive. Like this morning, he ran up to a dog that was about the same size as him. Well, the other dog wasn't trying to hear any of that and went to jump on him. And I'm like, uh, maybe is he lonely? Is it time for sure, me to sure. find him a companion? Marvin, uh, Marvin, when you're holding him by the leash, he does the same thing, like vibrating and whining and screaming? Uh, well, no, because I've, uh, I've kind of, the dog whisperer, I've, I've watched the uh, him how to train him with leashes and everything. He doesn't pull against his harness. No, I'm talking with my wife. No, I'm talking with my wife. When we get around other dogs, she can't control it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So no. I'm just wondering, is he lonely? Because he's four years old. He hasn't been spayed. And I'm not been neutered, hasn't been neutered, and he's just, I'm just wondering, is he starting to get lonely? Does he want a companion? Or, you know what, uh, what? Uh, you know, you, you definitely can do that, and it's going to be great for the pet, and it's going to be great for the another, per, uh, another dog, which you hopefully will rescue. Uh, basically, it's a great idea. They can play, <laughs> you know, all day long, or... You just uh, need to exercise your dog a little bit uh, physically yourself, and the dog will be a little bit more tired, and the tired dog is the good dog. I really would suggest you, um, if your dog gets uh, some physical exercises. Oh, yes. He definitely has to have his time during the day. What do you do? What do you do? How do you exercise him? Uh, well, he's a, he's a tennis ball and a golf ball fanatic. So I can take him throw a golf ball, you know, and it bounces pretty good, and... Uh, and he'll play like that for an hour until he just is fully exhausted, needs water. And cool. then ten minutes later, he's ready to do it again. <laughs> yeah, he's type of the dog. <laughs> what we're gonna do next in five minutes? That's yes. It. Yes. yes uh, you know what? There is another another game. You can exercise your dog very easily. You don't need even to break the sweat. It, it's called uh, chasing the cat game or chasing the squirrel game. Not the real one, of course. And hell, don't look at me like that. Uh, you know, uh, check the website chase w chase it pet toys.com chase it www.chaseitpettoys.com it's a very unique thing it's like a 
toy attached to the rope and to the stick and you can play with your dog so easily like we're playing with the toy attached to the stick with the cat but special design for the dogs you just rotate this stick back and forth and you're going to play and run back and forth with changing directions and speed very quickly you can exhaust that dog so it's going to help too uh, regarding to your problem with another pet what I would do I would socialize it but I would do it in the safe way I would put first my pet in. Uh, I would get in my home and put maybe in the crate and allow my friends comes in my house and uh, teach your dog tolerate uh, in other pets while he's in the crate and he's if he's exciting in the crate I would maybe approach the crate and smack the crate not the dog please make the sound up stop him and once once he get to used to those dogs do you know what I'm talking about it's like the man on the nuder beach and in the beginning when he sees so much neck Ladies, he's, you know, huh? and after a while, he just don't care. The same things, the same philosophy is here. After five, seven minutes, he'll relax. And from that time, you can let him go. And if you do it regularly, he'll not going to be excited for another dog so much. I would also would enroll him in the daycare. Uh, at least two, three times per week, so he would play with another dogs, and it's a good, so he's not aggressive, so you can do that. And regarding whining on the leash, and regarding whining on the leash, I don't know what type of the techniques you used, uh, but it seems, seems to me if it's whining on the leash, you need to use some different techniques, and you need to maybe get the pinch collar and leash and just uh, snap him when he's uh, uh, too much uh, whining or uh, making any uh, movements on the leash and once he doesn't you can praise him and uh, I don't know why and how that could happen so he ran for an, or another dog ran for him off leash what I know how that could happen. It should not happen because, you know, you never know what's going to happen when the dog are off leash. Uh, but you can, they can play off leash if you know the dogs, but not with the stranger dogs. So I would focusing on the leash techniques. And again, again, check my DVD, Obedience for Life, from SoCalDogTraining.com. That teaching stationary control. And dynamic control, in other words, they're teaching how to get control over the dog when you're not moving and when you're moving. Now, did you say that your dog was still intact? Yes, he is. Yes, mm. he is. Okay. You might want to think about uh, changing that situation, too. Well, I kind of have the, uh, he was born with them, so keep him. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you know, he could, get, he could get cancer, prostate cancer, all kinds of things. I, I normally say to people like that, could you imagine uh, what would you do or would any anyone do if we are like a man and live with, as the man and never experience the sex? It's not healthy physically, mentally. I, Hell is absolutely right. Just cut it off and, uh, you know, it really will improve situation as well. And uh, four or five years uh, maybe to your dog's life there, you know? So I'm just saying, there's a lot of reasons besides population control. In fact, there's more reasons besides population control to get your animals neutered, spayed and neutered. And if you're planning on training any of the techniques that Vladdy's talking about here, you're going to have to get your dog neutered. Yeah, it's, it's they won't. They won't listen if, if they're. Did you when you were 15? Did you ever listen to your parents? <laughs> no, <laughs> of course not. No, no. you were led around by your small brain or your big brain. I How think it? in the Texas he listened his daddy because I know those people. He's going to vacuum you in the face. And you're not <laughs> <laughs> Marvin, we well, appreciate your call. I sure thank you very much. And we'll, we'll consider the neutering. Uh, you know, I, I'm, one, one little thing, I'm kind of scared he'll get fat and lazy because he has so much energy in him right now. If, if we do neuter him, would that happen? 
No, he's not gonna lose too much energy. He will, she, she just will be more calmer and relaxed, dog. And you're not, you're not gonna, it's a, it's a, it's a very big misconception. People think it's gonna change in personality. No, it's going to be, he's gonna be much calmer, dog, okay? You'll thank us. You'll thank us. You will thank us. You know, it's happened so many times that people think that way and in reality they're becoming very happy when they've done it. And your dog will thank you. I know a lot of guys have hang-ups about that, and they have nudicles for that now. They're like, uh, they're implants, so it looks like they're still, you know, intact, even if they're not. So, you know, I'll give you that number if you want. I've got a good vet that I use in here. My hometown's Waco, Texas, but uh, his name is Judd, and he's a real good vet, and he does everything on pepper. And he's, he's told me several times I need to, start about time to get him neutered. You have yeah. to, you have to. It, it will really help. Okay. Uh, Marvin, we we appreciate your time today. Thank you, Marvin. Thank you. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to talk to Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Hey, Patrick. Yes. yes. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Fine. I just uh, I've been questioning this for a while, and then Vladi seems the answer man. So here I am. The I am the ultimate answer. And yeah. Patrick, just it, would like it, to tell you, I will tell you truth as it is. I mean, just straight talk. Yeah. No spin dog training zone here. Yeah, in in uh, in the uh, syntax of the verbs like dog, dog, or nouns, dog, God. Which one is more uh, likely that the dog is the opposite of the God, or the God is the up, op- or they're more like one another? You know, I slightly confused, Patrick. Um, are you talking uh, we, just for words? Just just words. God, I know God is dog, not dog, but God, why dog. would the words be so similar? Uh. Interesting, though. I never thought about this. What about you, Hill? Oh, I have the answer right here. I did receive a new supplement to the book of Genesis regarding the dog and the cat. Yes, a newly discovered chapter in the book of Genesis has provided the answer to the question, where do pets come from? Adam and Eve said, Lord, when we were in the garden, you walked with us every day. Now we do not see you anymore. We are lonesome here, and it is difficult for us to remember how much you love us. And God said, that is no problem. I will create for you a companion that will be with you forever, and that will be a reflection of my love for you, so that you will love me even when you cannot see me. Regardless of how selfish or childish or unlovable you may be, this new companion will accept you as you are and will love you as I do in spite of yourselves. And God created a new animal to be the companion for Adam and Eve. And it was a good animal, and God was pleased. And the new animal was pleased to be with Adam and Eve, and he wagged his tail. And Adam said, Lord... I have already named all the animals in the kingdom. I cannot think of a name for this new animal. And God said, that is no problem, because I have created this new animal to be a reflection of my love for you. And his name will be a reflection of my own name. And you will call him Dog. And Dog lived with Adam and Eve and was a companion to them and loved them. And they were comforted. And God was pleased. And Dog was content and wagged his tail. After a while it came to pass that an angel came to the Lord and said, Lord, Adam and Eve have become filled with pride. They strut and preen like peacocks. And they believe they are worthy of adoration. Dog has indeed taught them that they are loved, but perhaps taught them too well. And God said, that is no problem, 
I will create for them a companion who will be with them forever and who will see them as they are. The companion will remind them of their limitations so they will know that they are not always worthy of adoration. (laughs) 